Need to prepare. Need to prepare. Life can turn on a dime. Know where your dimes are. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Chandler Geiger, Nick Antonucci, and Jacob Keen. Uh, we've been talking about the year in review and uh, what's coming up in 2021. If you have financial questions, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can contact us on our question hotline at 1-855-429-9166. The way it works, you call in, you get our voice recording, uh, leave your own voice recording, including your question. We play it on the air and answer your question right behind it. Uh, if you prefer to talk to a human being, you can call us at 770-429-9166. Ask for the radio show or Kelly Lynn, and uh, she will get your question to us so we can answer it. If you prefer, rather than either of those, to uh, use your email, you can do that. Email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Um, or you can go to our website if you're a do-it-yourself kind of folks. Um, hensler.com, spelled in the same way, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Got loads of information to help you with financial planning, uh, tax planning, uh, even you know tips on tax preparation and certain strategies that you might want to uh, take on. Uh, lots and lots of information there, so check it out. Um, so guys, uh, we do have a couple of questions. Wanted to uh, get to our good friend Ed Kelly writes in says I own shares of Cedar Fair, um, mostly for the dividend, but also because they seem to be a well-run company. They've cut the dividend to zero. They did that back in March. Uh, do you see a probable scenario going forward as to reinstating their dividend? Uh, would you sell it off, hold, and wait for the rebound in share price and reinvesting a dividend? Um, or uh, should I sell all of my fund and not wait around for it to rebound? Uh, I just think there will be the huge pent-up demand for travel, cruises, theme parks, casinos once the corona situation is more certain. I, I would agree to some extent with his assumption that I believe we will get somewhat back to normal in 2021. Problem sure. is there's been a lot of damage financially to companies like Cedar Fair. Yeah, there certainly has. I also think comparing you know, an amusement park like this to the travel industry as a whole, I, I, I wouldn't say that's, that's a fair Right. Apples to apples comparison there. but If it were Disney, we could make this sure, case, right? Sure, Here's the thing, though. You, you stated yourself you owned it for the dividend. The dividend's gone. And so that's red flag number one. And if we're return. talking about if and when, not in the near term, because the company just had to uh, issue uh, through a bond offering. Uh, they issued new bonds to raise liquidity to be able to make it through 2021. So right. they're going to be cutting it close to get through 2021. Then you're looking ahead to 2022, where they're probably going to be at maybe uh, 50% of of what they had in you know 2019. So when you consider the stock is up 60% in the last two months and is only down just over 20% from where it was prior to COVID, you know, Ed, I'd say you should probably t- take what you've gotten back right now um, because I think it's going to be an uphill battle f- for Cedar Fair going forward. I mean, it's trading at 20 times. 2022 earnings which is when it'll return to profitability um so yeah i i would say you know there's better opportunities in the market than this yeah i think the the rebound that you've been you know you allude to here uh, a good deal of it is is behind you uh it might come back a little bit more uh i do believe that, that uh, brighter pastures and greener 
uh, happier times are ahead for all of us. But uh, this stock has suffered some financial issues that it's going to take a while to clear. So if it's just about the dividend, I would say. I think to that on. to that same point, it's at that at that price. If basically you're just talking about the upside case is a return to normal and there's no additional like growth kicker. I mean, the, the, the it seems like the thesis was. I'm going to buy this stock to extract value from these properties, the right. operating properties. Yeah. There's not, you know, more appetite for more theme parks. It's basically they're in place. We're going to extract the value. Yeah. If your upside case is it just gets Return back to, to normal, normal, then forget about it. You need something that some added growth upside from there. And there are stories out there that can be. Yes, you know, absolutely. That can, that can get you there. Their debt right now is 83 times assets. I mean, they are, they are hugely leveraged. Yeah, and they can't borrow to any more to, to pay the dividend. You know, if, if, if they had a strong balance sheet and it was someone you could see borrowing to pay the dividend, this yeah. is not that company. Yeah, unfortunately, they did that for a while. This is one we used to recommend to clients and we haven't in a while. Uh, all right, so uh, we got another one here. Good friend Bill Murray writes, under the 10-year rule, I imagine that uh, three to nine years represent the bond zone. Uh, given current interest rates, how far out would you go if you were buying bonds today? Please comment on using bond surrogates such as energy funds or utility funds uh, for this intermediate period. If an equity fund is being used as uh, bond surrogates, should the dividends be swept into a money market account? Well, I'll I'll just jump into the the whole uh, you know bond proxies uh, for your you know ten year money that as, as we call it. I would say if you're going to do that, maybe obviously yields are suppressed right now, so you're struggling to find yield anywhere. Sure. But if you wanted to use that in years like nine or ten later out, it's yeah. okay to do so. But I certainly wouldn't be willing to take equity like risk. In, in the early years of my, my bond ladder, that's for sure. Right. And and I would always say that that's the case because equities significant risk uh, relative to um, to your bonds, your fixed income investments, no matter what. Uh, yeah. And, make, it, and if you do that, make sure you're getting a significant premium to the credit market itself. Agreed. Right. And it, what are corporates yielding right now? I mean, you're probably going to get two and a half, three percent on a corporate. Right. Yeah at least get four or five in equity if you're going to take that the risk. equity risk. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And the premise behind the 10 year rule is not to make you excess capital in excess of inflation. What you want to do is just basically, Maintain yeah, you're purchasing, purchasing yeah, you're, you're, you're protecting your purchasing power. Uh, it might be worthwhile to find a bond fund with a relatively low duration so that uh, when we do see uh, inflation, and yes, I said when we do see inflation because I believe it's coming, uh, you're not going to get beaten up too much with with uh, you know the deflation in the price of bonds. And the and the the spot that we've been looking at as far as like uh, yield versus duration, so sort of a measure of return versus risk, or at least rate risk, is uh more mortgage-backed securities. Absolutely, I think yeah. They're still somewhat attractive, so yeah. we've been staying tight on the duration. duration. Just basically across, you know, right. the entire three to seven year profile, yeah. more or less. You can get some good yield out of mortgages. And, and think about this. Even if rates rise, what you're going to have is people hanging gonna, on to their mortgage You're not going to have longer. that prepayment. Yeah, you're, you're not going to see so much refinancing. So it's probably a better space, you know, for, for the current market situation. And that's our belief. So uh, bond investments or, or bond funds that are holding uh, Jenny Mae, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac kind of uh, investments ultimately. So, all right, well, you're listening to Money Talks. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll have more discussion about what's to come. 
All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.